Welcome to Thrive, a Paychex business podcast where you'll hear timely insights to help you navigate marketplace dynamics and propel your business forward. Here's your host, Gene Marks. All right, everybody. So I am here with Renee Lassert, who is the CEO and founder of Bill.com. Uh, Renee, first of all, thank you so much for joining me. It's always great to talk with you. Ed, Gene, is always great to talk to you. Excited to talk to you about business and all the things that help businesses succeed. Yeah, I mean, as you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm a big fanboy of Bill.com. And, you know, I, I talk about the platform a lot. Uh, when I speak to different associations and, and groups, I kind of feel like any business, um, you know, would benefit from this platform. But to insult our intelligence, let me first of all ask you to just explain to us what Bill.com does. Yeah, Bill.com does uh, all the financial operations that a business has on the back end. So if you think about accounts payable and accounts receivable, managing documents, managing payments, managing workflow, managing integration with the accounting system, we seamlessly integrate all of that so businesses can get back to building their business. Uh, we make it pretty simple to be able to kind of drive all of your financial operations when it comes to you know the AP and the AR systems that a business might have. Fair enough. Um, and and just to make sure that everyone here knows, like Bill.com, you guys are a publicly held company, right? I mean, you are not like some startup that's working out of a you know out, out of a basement somewhere. About how big a company are you that you could share a number of employees or you know just overall size, just so we get a sense of your financial. Yeah, Bill.com. We went public in 2019. We've got 145,000 businesses approximately on the platform, out of six million employers in the U.S. Uh, we have customers in 130 countries. You know, we have uh, revenue growth that is is driving the business forward to the point that we've done a 10x in the last four years from uh, 60 million to over 600 million in the fiscal year ending June 30th of 2022. So lots of phenomenal growth behind us and lots of growth in front of us. And I, I think it's because business is just starting to turn to the digital transformation. I mean, part of this is, you know, from COVID just kind of needing to be hybrid. And part of it's just because of the efficiency that you're able to get when you use a platform like Bill. You know, the ability for us to save customers time, 50 to 70% of the time is what they tell us they save. That's a huge driver in the adoption that we're seeing and the opportunity that's in front of us. Roughly, just a data point for customers, we got about 2% market penetration of U.S. employers. So around 145,000 businesses in the U.S. out of around 6 million employers. So lots of opportunity for us to continue to to drive efficiency for business, to help them flourish, to help them really succeed on all levels. This is unbelievable. I mean, I actually didn't realize the company was as big as it is. And you founded this company. I, you know, I, I, do you, I can't even imagine that you like look at yourself sometimes in the morning saying like, I cannot believe I am running a company this size. It was just a thought of my mind. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I do. Uh, there is a bit of surrealness to it. We had our grand opening at our new headquarters uh, last Friday. Um, and there was just, it was great. We had former employees come back. We had obviously existing employees. And I hope there are some future employees that were in the audience too, just from you know people's partners and maybe even their kids. And it was just a way to kind of really sit back and kind of look at what we've been able to build. And it's only a reflection of what we're doing for customers, the value that we help customers really drive their business. And that's the thing that gets me out of bed every day. It's why I started the company was to really make a difference for the SMB community. I grew up, yeah, I think you know this, I grew up amongst SMBs. Parents and grandparents had lots of businesses. And so for me, 
they are the special stuff that makes our society great. And so really being able to, to help them succeed uh, and, and thrive and to flourish, that's, that's what gets me out of bed. And I think sitting here looking at the building that we're in now, it is kind of surreal, like you said. It is crazy. Now, is the core of your business still accounts payable management? I would say, yeah, that's probably the biggest driver of the business. Uh, in the last year, we acquired uh, two companies. One was uh, called Divi, which helps with spend and expense management. So you can kind of put that into the accounts payable uh, purview, if you will. The other was a company called Invoice to Go, which enhances our AR capabilities. So, you know, with that acquisition, we've got another 200,000 businesses that are on the Invoice to Go platform across 130 countries. So lots of opportunity, well, 40% in the U.S., so 60% of that business is international. So lots of opportunity for us, you know, on both AP and the AR side. All right, so Renee, so I have a client that's located in Pennsylvania, and uh, they've got about 125 employees. They do about, you know, between 20 and $30 million a year in billings. Um, their controller, his name is Andy, okay, and he's like a super guy. He is, uh, Andy, I'm going to make Andy watch this. I, I think he's like early 60s something like that. So maybe he'll yell at me for saying that. But I, I think that's about what his age is. Anyway, I told him about Bill.com. He's up to his eyeballs in work. He's got a lot of other things that he's working on. Um, but I know for a company his size, it would, you know, Bill.com is like perfect. So, Renee, I'm going to make Andy watch this conversation. So I want you... <laughs> I want you to talk right now to Andy <laughs> and I want okay. you to tell him as a controller, Andy, this is why should he be going to, how does this work? Like why will this make his life better? Well, okay. So first Andy, I'd just like to say nice to meet you. A good friend of mine, Gene introduced me and I just thought it'd be great for you to hear about all the things that we do at bill.com and how we can take that mess that's on your desk and put it in your back pocket. And the way that we do that really is if you think about the questions and the challenges that every business has, it comes back to the, the entire process that is surrounding a transaction. And so for us, we start with the beginning. So that could be the source, which might be a document. It could be a paper document. It could be an electronic document. It could even be a fax if people are still doing that. All those documents can kind of come into bill. We do the data entry around that. So nobody on your team has to do data entry. We kind of automatically understand who the bill's for, what the due date is. Uh, we, based on your prior interaction with that vendor, we know who needs to approve it. We also know the chart of accounts. All of that happens seamlessly, so you just have to accept the bill and it gets routed for approval amongst your staff. Once your staff has approved, they can comment and collaborate. They can ask questions amongst each other. You get a chance before you pay to see that. You get the chance to make a decision on the timing of the payment and how you want to pay it. You, we obviously encourage the electronic uh, side of the house and you just have to send an email to that particular supplier, you know, and, and then they can receive the payment electronically. And what that means is all of that transaction, once it is paid, is contained within Bill.com. The reconciliation that happens with the bank, the reconciliation that happens with the accounting software, all that goes away. You have the ability to see exactly where something is. If supplier calls, you have a chance to be able to tell them exactly where it is in the flow. It's waiting for an approval or the payment's been made, or if it was a check that went out, you can tell which post office even went to. These are all things that we integrate. And then you never have any paper anymore. Like I, I've got 15 years, of, it took a year for us to get the product. I got 15 years of bill.com, all the transactions, and we're a large public company now, all those transactions are on my phone. I can see anywhere in the world what we paid, to whom we paid, when we paid them, 
and track all that information. So that's the value you're going to get, Andy. And I hope you give us a call. We'd love to help you out. But Renee, I am so busy at my job. I have, you know, I, I'm very short staffed. We have a lot of transactions going on. It, it just, I'm not sure I'm going to have the time to, to migrate all of this. Don't I have to talk to all of my vendors? Isn't there a lot of setup work that needs to be done? I, I don't, how am I going to do all this? It, you know, it gets easier and easier every day because one, uh, we integrate with the accounting systems. And so the supplier information, your customers, all that information can come over. And that only takes 15 to 30 minutes, depending on the accounting system. If you want, we can do an onboarding session with you for about an hour. But then ultimately, all the suppliers, we already have a network of over 3 million, 3.2 million that are in the network. We self-auto-identify those connections for you. So your suppliers are connected automatically to some of the ones that we have. And the other ones, all we need is an email address, and we'll take it from there. So lots of simplicity has been built into the platform. And that's because, you know, we really want to help you get back to doing what you do best, which is thinking about the business holistically, not thinking about the mundane work that's sitting on your desk. I'm still Andy here. And I know what Andy would be like, we're so special and we're so unique. There is no other company in the world like us. We do these extraordinary things like matching invoices to purchase orders, whoever thought, you know, and then we use Epicor is our accounting system. I, I'm sure we're the only user of Epicor. How how can your how, how how do you know that you're going to be able to accommodate all of our very special and unique needs, Renee? Well, I think we know in part because we do this for over 145,000 businesses today, businesses of all sizes and all segments, all industries, and they're happy. Like once they're on the platform, they actually tell us that they do save 50 to 70 percent of the time. So. You know, one of the things that's worth noting, uh, and definitely in inflationary times when you're looking for more efficiency, you got to be able to drive that across the business and having the knowledge at your fingertips and having the time saving on doing all the work that we do can be a huge uh, counterbalance to inflation. Fair enough. All right. I'm going to leave Andy go for now. Um, and <laughs> I, I'm going to make him watch this. Um, let, let, let's pivot a little bit. Okay. Um uh, you know, right now it's it's accounts payable automation. Um, but like you said, you've made some acquisitions. So you're you're looking to go towards receivables automation as well. I'm I'm assuming as well. Um, uh, you know, I mean, Renee, the, where you're treading is it, it to an area where your technology, because it's it uses so much AI, uh, it uses so much workflow, it is replacing people. You know, and I know it's not politically correct for you as a CEO of this company to say, hey, buy our technology so you can fire your, you know, your employees. Um, I can, I'm comfortable saying that when I'm speaking for myself to like groups. Um, but, you know, how do you, how do you, um, how do you explain that? You know, I mean, this is the type of technology that you're seeing across the board that really is limiting overhead, reducing employees. Are you comfortable yet telling your customers and prospects that, you know, if we, if, if you implement this technology, you, you, you really will cut compensation and that's what you got to be doing. You know, generally the way we think about it and what we hear from customers is that it's not so much uh, a change in the workforce from, you know, the present it's a change in the workforce going forward. Right. So what that mean, what I mean by that is the efficiency allows your team to do twice as much you know, with the same staff. Um, and so if your business is growing, now you're going to be able to save money going to the future because you don't have to add more staff uh, for all the processes. You can double your, your accounting needs 
uh, double the revenue, let's say, double the complexity of the business with just the same staff you have today. The, and if you're not growing as fast, what we hear is, well, now they can take somebody who's doing AP and AR and have them do other things because they have more time. They can look at other parts of the business. They can help with office management, whatever the, the, the capabilities are and the needs of the business. It is the time back that people give. You also get satisfaction you know, from the employees and you get this insight that you haven't had before, the ability to see everything in one place and to drill into any of these transactions from an end-to-end view is something that's unique. So in general, what we hear from customers is that the efficiency drives productivity for the, them and their businesses. We don't hear customers saying, oh my God, I just, I saved you know, a bunch of money because I got to fire a bunch of people. That's not what we hear. We hear about it going forward that they can actually be far more productive with the business that they have uh, if they have Bill.com in their back pocket. Do you think that Bill.com is going to remain as your model to be like an intermediary between counting systems and vendors and banks? Or do you ever foresee the day where you might sell your technology, sell your intellectual property to allow I mentioned Epicor just to use as an example, saying, well, we'll take, you know, we'll license the technology and build our own, you know, build.com within Epicor. Do you you see, do you see your company going in that direction or always remaining sort of independent? Uh, We've always actually had a partnership approach. And in part, it's because SMBs are hard to reach. uh, And I think your listeners know that they're, you know, very much all over the country and in lots of different sizes and, and businesses. And they go to people they trust. And so that's part of the reason we had the partnership with the CPA.com, which is a subsidiary of the AICPA, which helps us get to 5,000 firms that are on the platform, 85 the top 100. But it's also, they also trust their banks and financial institutions. So we go to JP Morgan Chase, Bank of America, Wells Fargo, you name it, you know, the top six of the top 10 banks are definitely a part of the Bill.com platform. And so when you, when you ask the question the way you ask it, we are open to partnering and to having an experience for any of our partners to be able to deliver value for their customers. And we see that it works. And those businesses, you know, are successful because they're trusted by their customers. And we're able to kind of create this experience that changes how you do business. And you know, our mission is to make it simple to connect and do business. And we, we do that and we do that directly and we do that indirectly through accounts and through our financial institution partners. That's great. You know, obviously the news over the past few weeks, um, you know, as you know, capital has been drying up and, and many, uh, many in the tech industry have been, you know, retracting, they've been having layoffs. Um, obviously, you know, bill.com is, it would, you know, for, for your clients is a, is a really critical and core part of their infrastructure once they have it set up and it's working. So if I was a client of yours, I'd be concerned about, you know, geez, is something going to happen to Bill.com? Like I'm reading in the, you know, in the news about all these other tech firms that are that are, you know, pulling back or laying off. How how do you respond to that? Yeah, I think uh, you know, if you had some time to, to look, I would ask folks to look at the financials and see how fast we're growing. We, the last quarter was 182 uh, percent. The prior quarter was 197 percent. Not many businesses get to say year over year that they're growing that fast. And when you're growing that fast, you're investing behind it, and so. We're going to continue to invest behind growth. We're managing and balancing uh, the investment needs with obviously the macro environment that's changing out there. But we feel really good about our ability to to drive growth and to you know actually do what investors need us to do. And and all of that's coming together nicely. And so we'll continue to build and create great solutions for our customers. 
why have you been growing so fast? We've been growing because I think partly this is this uh, this two tailwinds that are out there, right? So one is the COVID and just the need for digital transformation that became quite clear. The fact that you and I are able to do a very personal meeting just over you know video conferencing technology that's extending to all parts of the business. And then the other, I think, is um, really something that's just starting to happen is that the inflationary environment that we're heading into creates a, you know, a need for efficiency, and you're going to look for that across your business. And so both of those are helping drive growth. I think the, the digital transformation that we have around having more insight on the spend is helpful. The Divi acquisition was very helpful for that. So it's a combination of a number of things, but we feel really good about the growth and, and know that the, you know, we're just at the beginning, right? This is the 145,000 businesses out of 6 million in the U.S., let alone the, the 30 million across the globe. All right, enough about Bill.com. Let me uh, get some thoughts from you, okay? Um, you've been doing this for 100 years now. Uh, you're familiar <laughs> with financials. You're, you're a financial you know, you know, background kind of person. You, I mean, you're old enough to remember the last inflationary interest rate period, you know, although I'm sure you were just in diapers at the time, but let's assume that you were around. Um, um, as we're clearly we're, we're, we're going through headwinds now, all of my clients are dealing with supply chain issues and inflation issues. All of my clients are dealing with uh, labor disruption as well. I'm curious to, you know, based on your client base, you guys are all about cash management because that's what bill.com in the end, I, I think it helps a company do. What, what thoughts, what advice do you have for, you know, our listeners, our audience um, about to, to help them navigate their way? I mean, for the next year, we're going to be looking at continued inflation and, you know, even higher interest rates than today. So um, give us some thoughts on, on what you'd be doing if you were running a business. You know, I would say have the tools and the insights um, that you need to be able to make decisions quickly. And so an example of this is one of our customers is about golf and they do golf stim uh, simulation environments. So you can work on your game inside or wherever. And they, they actually had a challenge in the supply chain because they had a lot of parts being built from all over the world. And so they had to switch. And this is, a, I think, a really interesting example. Instead of going to an install all at once, you know, in a four hour period, they divide into two, two hour periods so they can keep moving the pipeline through. And so their business has continued to grow very nicely, you know, by the fact that they were able to do that. Part of that came from having the insights around managing the suppliers and seeing all of that. So having the tools so you can see what's happening, that's going to be the most important part on the inflation side. It's going to be really important that you understand the costs that are driving your business. And again, having insights there. And, and I would say just be thoughtful about it, you know, just be take the time to really to get in front of it and talk to your suppliers that are kind of driving the biggest part of your business and understand are they going to be raising pricing so you can be thoughtful about that in advance and then i would say you know like i said have the technology in place that you can actually manage it i gotta ask when what did your parents do when you were growing up so yeah no, it's a great question so uh, all of the businesses that my parents had were financial services for smbs and accountants so uh, payroll companies, um, and then uh, data aggregation tools for accountants and, and um, you know, things like that. So lots of good stuff. Yeah, and, and me too. My dad was a CPA. And I remember them going through, you know, this is like in the 70s and early 80s. And I was just like in, I don't know, high school. And uh, so it's kind of irrelevant, you know, when you're that age. 
Um, but I do know one thing they did not have, your parents or my parents, is that they, they, they did not have the level of data that companies today yeah. have, yeah. you know? Um, so your, your point is well taken. I mean, it's, you know, my, my smartest clients right now, I see them looking at their data very closely. Uh, they're not doing across the board price increases because that's kind of lazy. They're targeting price increases based on product lines or margins or specific customers, you know? Um, they're leveraging their CRM systems. They're, you know, to get out messaging to keep people up to date, you know? So all of that, I think, dovetails into what Bill.com provides, you know? Um, so the future, you know, you know, I mean, we talked about payables. We barely talked about receivables. I know you made some acquisitions fairly recently, but um, where, you know, how do you expect the company to be looking, say, five to seven years from now? Yeah, there's so many things that businesses need when it comes to their transaction processing. And on the receivable side, they need to get paid fast. They need to get paid electronically. If you look at the general data, there's plenty of tools out there to help businesses create their invoices. But in general, businesses are still getting paid you know, via check um, probably 80 to 90% of the time again. And so when you talk about the inflationary environment that we're heading into, one of the things that matter is going to be speed of payment and ability to kind of have the timing and understand when the payment's coming. The other thing that's going to matter is being able to use that data to kind of extend the working capital that you have in the business. And so one of the things that we think that we have the capabilities to deliver on is using the data that we just talked about for both the AP and the AR side. Can we actually help our customers with working capital needs? And that's something that we'll continue to look at. So when I look forward into the future, it's going to be leveraging the data we have to be able to create a simpler experience for our customers. Back to, to Andy getting on the platform, having it really simple for him to actually have his suppliers connected so that payments just happen. And then having the ability to, to really drive that information, help us understand the working capital capabilities uh, that the business needs. And so those are all things that are coming together for us. And, and having that experience is going to be something that we work on, you know, on a consistent basis to really drive a seamless end-to-end -end experience with the platform that we designed and built for this from day one. All right. So final question. I mean, you had said you guys have about 145,000 know, customers that you serve. There's about 6 million employer-owned businesses in this country. So you have a ways to go. There's like, right. So, so I guess you, a two-part question is why, why do you think, I, I know you've been rapidly growing. So the message is starting to get out there, but I mean, you guys have been around for a bit. Why do you think, so many businesses are still not adopting this technology. And if you had all 5.8 million of these customers in a room and you had a chance to say, to say something to them, to like, you know, wake them up, um, what would you say? I, I think the main reason, I'll answer the first question and get to what I would say. I think the main reason is that uh, the electronic capabilities have been around for, you know, 50 years. ACH has been around for a long time for businesses to make electronic payments. And that's not what they need. What they need is all the workflow and process automation that leads up to a payment. And that's where we focus. And so oftentimes the check, if you think about it, is a great control mechanism. Nothing gets paid unless you sign that check. And you can have all sorts of manual processes to make sure that that payment should happen. Well, it's been hard without the cloud to be able to create those same types of manual processes and a digital experience. And that's what the cloud enabled. And that's what we built our platform to do was to really help that, you know, everything up to the payment and then executing the payment. So what I would say to them after explaining why it is the way it is, I would say, you know, if you want your business to thrive and to flourish, you've got to move on to a digital platform. You don't understand what you're missing 
the ability that you have to drive growth for your business comes with digital technology and the efficiency that you get so you can get back to being with your family or being you know more successful at work whatever it is that you want to do those things happen because of technology so that barrier that people have that fear that people have about technology it's time to get over it because technology is going to keep on moving and it's not slowing down Renee Lassert is the CEO and founder at Bill.com. Renee, thank you so much for joining me. Best of luck to you. I'll continue to talk about Bill.com and push it because um, I really do think it's an important technology. So thanks for everything you're doing. Thank you. Thank you, Gene. And I appreciate the time today. Always great. And give my best to Andy next time you see him. <laughs> I'll be seeing him soon. So I will tell him. Thanks. Take care. Thank you. Do you have a topic or a guest that you would like to hear on Thrive? Please let us know. Visit payx.me forward slash Thrive Topics and send us your ideas or matters of interest. Also, if your business is looking to simplify your HR, payroll, benefits, or insurance services, see how Paychex can help. Visit the resource hub at paychex.com forward slash works. That's W-O-R-X. Paychex can help manage those complexities while you focus on all the ways you want your business to thrive. I'm your host, Gene Marks, and thanks for joining us. Till next time, take care. This podcast is property of Paychex Incorporated 2022, all rights reserved.